0: Welcome, everyone, to the Thursday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am your host, as always, Tyler Crowley, and we are going to start this Thursday broadcast like we do, well, not every Thursday, but a lot of Thursdays because it's one of the big data points for the week, especially with regards to housing and especially mortgages this is like the gold standard that is the weekly data that we get from the mortgage bankers association looking at mortgage demand and probably not surprising to many of you the data was negative it was down mortgage demand was down across the board so let's start with total mortgage demand was down 8.1 big drop almost double digits week over week and what was the leading cause of it like i said Refinances. The refinance index was down 14%. That is one four. That is two digits. 14% week over week and is now down a whopping 54% year over year. That's what happens when rates are comfortably at that 4% level. That's how you get that big drop. Now, interestingly enough, purchases. While off, not that big, at least in my opinion, especially with where rates are. I mean, once again, six months ago, a year, especially a year ago, if you would have told someone 4% interest rates, they would say, oh, yeah, I mean, it, it would be off 50%. They, they would think that the numbers that we are seeing for refis is what you would be seeing with purchases. And it's not, not even close. In fact, purchases were down just 2% week over week and are down year-over-year 12%. So, okay, it's in double digits, but still just 12%. And we're talking about rates comfortably at that 4% level. Now, the big drop in refinance activity means that overall share, refis now make up overall only 44.8% of total applications. This is well down from the peak that we saw in March of 2020 when it hit 76.5% rates were dropping people were a little iffy about buying but everyone was on board the refi train 76% now down to 44%. As I mentioned rates where are rates well they're up. We all knew that. This is and this is also important to remember, this is for the week ending March 18th. So this is a week Behind The 30-year fixed average contract interest rate was up nine basis points week over week to 4.11%. This is now 75 basis points higher than one year ago. But I'll tell you, the real jump was 15-year. 15-year fixed, 21 basis points in one week. 21 basis points to 3.76%. That is nuts that the 15-year fixed is close to 4%. The 15-year fixed is now 104 basis points above where it was a year ago. And that's kind of interesting because the 30-year fixed has slowly been moving up. As we all know, I think it was maybe January 2021 rates bottomed, but then they started started moving back up. And that's why looking at year over year, yeah, we're at 4.11% according to the Mortgage Bankers Association, but they're saying as a year ago, that was only 75 basis points higher than where we were. So we were already into the threes at that point. Meanwhile, the 15-year fixed is moving much quicker to that 4% number. And that's why you're seeing over 100 basis points different compared to the same time last year, and this is a problem for certain buyers. So buying activity once again not uh, not down as much as you would think, but it is affecting certain buyers. Mike France and Tony, the Mortgage Bankers Association Senior Vice President and Chief Economist, said those who are hardest hit by price and rate hikes are first-time home buyers. Saying in a statement, purchase application volume was down slightly for the week with a larger drop in FHA and VA purchase volume, with a smaller decline in conventional purchases. First time home buyers who rely on these government programs are increasingly challenged by both the rapid increase in home prices and high mortgage rates, or higher mortgage rates. Repeat, home buyers who are more likely to use conventional loans benefit from the gains in home equity realized on a sale which can be used to fuel their next purchase even with rates moving higher. So it's kind of an unfortunate situation where you're seeing first-time homebuyers face the brunt of these raising rates and these rising prices, or I should say rising rates and rising purchases, unfortunately. And as I mentioned, we discussed this yesterday Ian Shepherdson at Pantheon Macroeconomics argued that a continued decline in mortgage demand is a sign that a slowdown could be upon us. And I don't think he's wrong, but I do think that a huge reason, and we know that by looking at the data, for this decline in mortgage demand so far is refis. Purchases are down 12%. That's not a minuscule number. But it's also not big enough to put a dent in this current craziness. I mean, you see some of these reports about 100 offers coming in for one house. So 12% decline. 86 offers. (laughs) I'm sorry, 88 offers. (laughs) That's not really putting a dent in the craziness. And I am interested to see what it will take for it to be noticeable, to start to see that slowdown because I, I i don't think that Shepherdson necessarily is wrong but i'm just curious to know how big of a decline in purchase activity will be needed before it is noticeable on the demand side of the equation so i'm interested to see because 12 is not going to do it you need to see a much bigger drop in order for that to put a dent like i said in the craziness that we are seeing right now. And speaking of the craziness, we also, we know that one of the unfortunate areas that is also seeing a lot of craziness is our supply chain and the disruptions that you're seeing there. And that unfortunately is hitting home buying because it's making building homes that much harder. And in the month of February, well sales were down for new homes. They were supposed to be up slightly, but that was not the case, according to the Census Bureau's new residential sales report that found that sales of new single-family homes in February fell 2% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 772000 Now, year over year, yeah, unfortunately, I said that word a lot, but it is. It's unfortunate. <laughs> year over year, it was also down and bigger, 6.2%. When you compare it to the same time last year, economists had projected a 1.1% increase month over month. So I'm um, not a huge miss. You'd like to see positive numbers. Negative is not what you want to be seeing right now, especially with all this buyer demand out there. It really highlights that this is not people not wanting to buy homes. It's homes not getting finished. But here is a just fascinating statistic. So looking at the regions, despite a 1.7% drop month over month, the South just continues to dominate all other regions with a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 550,000 new homes in February. Now, in case you're wondering, 550,000 rate the national rate is 772,000, like we just talked about. So if you do the math, the basic division there, the South is (laughs) responsible for 71.2% of all the new home sales that are happening in the country right now. (laughs) I mean, that is just 71.2%, one region, 71.2%. And let's remember that the South, there is no... Sure, we have some big states. I mean, North Carolina, for example, where I broadcast out of. I think we're the ninth biggest state. But the big states, the population centers are Northeast and the West. And yet, you are seeing 71.2% of new home sales happening in the South which tells you that people are moving from those areas and they're moving to the South. That's why we continue to move up the ranking. Uh, the West was number two with a rate of 167,000. I mean, that's it's more than double. The, the South is more than double the next closest competitor, which is, of course, the West. They saw a big drop. Month over month, 13%. Uh, the Midwest was third with a 6.3% gain to 109,000 annual rate. And the Northeast was the most improved by far. They get that award, a almost 60% jump, 59.3% to be exact. They are now at 47,000. <laughs> I mean, think about that. So the Northeast, and I get it, it's cold, wintertime, not going to see a lot of home building. I get that. But I mean, they're less—they're less than ten percent, less than ten percent of what is happening in the South. It's just—it's crazy what's happening in the southern region of this country. Uh, in case you're interested about prices, the median sales price in February was four hundred thousand six hundred. The average sales price was five hundred and eleven thousand. And some good news on the inventory front. The seasonally adjusted estimate of new houses for sale was up slightly 1,000. I'll take anything positive when it comes to inventory to 407,000, which represents a longer supply of 6.3 months at the current sales rate, which was actually up from 6.1 months in January. And this decline overall should not have been that surprising because we talked about it. I think we did we talked about it in the last episode. I think we did. Zonda Economics pending new home sales index, that fell 1.1% in February. So they they said, hey, things are gonna be negative. In February, economists said, hey, things might be positive. Turns out Zonda got it right again. They're, they tend to do pretty well with that index and in calling what's gonna be happening with new home sales. And as I mentioned, I mean, this decline shouldn't be all that surprising when you're looking at the issues that developers are having finishing homes with these supply chains. I mean, the reality is is that if you can't get new homes to the market, people can't buy new homes. (laughs) So, I mean, that's the reason why sales are down. It's not because there isn't demand for new homes. It's they just can't get the new homes to market, unfortunately. Ah, the crappy supply chains win again. Very unfortunate. All right, what do we got happening today? 830, not a lot of specific housing data, just some economic data. 830 is always initial jobless claims. Expected to fall 2,000 to 212,000, still a very low number. And then at 10 a.m., we get the mortgage rate data from Freddie Mac, their weekly survey. That's the one that gets all the attention when what their rate is going to show. I can't imagine. What I mean, if if the Mortgage Bankers Association is at 4.11% last week very interested to see what Freddie Mac has to say later today. All right. We will talk to you again on Friday morning for the always best edition of markets and mortgages. And remember, as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait.